one weekend a year we put envelopes in pews to collect money for Respect Life causes. But every day of the year we think about how precious human life is, how blessed each one of us is to live this particular day. Even though it's not as warm as it's been the past couple weeks, even though we get a foretaste of winter which we knew was coming anyway, maybe it costs some of us to go pull out the heavy coats out of the closet out of storage so that we can be ready when the snow does begin flying and children are off of school for snow days and I'll quit predicting the future. <laughs> but we have a chance to hear a parable today about a situation when human life was not respected when the owner of a vineyard goes and sends in people who are going to collect what he deserves. But the tenants have another plan because for some reason the tenants don't see the same way as the owner of the vineyard does. And it's pretty clear that they have little respect for the visitors who come, for those who work for the landlord also, who are going to collect what he's entitled to. It talks about beating and killing even the son of the owner over grapes, over grapes. I was at a parish on Thursday night and had a chance to talk with some people after a meeting was over. And they had a Bible study, and a man who was organizing a Bible study brought in a huge bowl of grapes and set it on the table in front of those who were gathering that evening so that people could look and see what was at stake. I don't have a bowl of grapes for you this afternoon, but the next time you're in the grocery store, go over and look at the grapes that might be on display for purchase, and just think for a second, would someone's life be worth all of the grapes in front of me? The people who were in the vineyard might have been greedy, they might have been jealous, they might have hated the owner, and whatever the motivation is, they give in to evil. And what makes evil so dangerous is because sometimes people cloak it with pleasantries, and people convince themselves that this evil thing is acceptable. And then the harvest of life is not choice grapes, but rotten, sour grapes. Some people promote the taking of an innocent child's life and call it a choice. Some people exploit the poor and call it capitalism. Some people insist on capital punishment in a lot of different cases and call it absolutely necessary. Some people covet the goods of others and call it ambition. Some promote the ending of human life for someone who's terminally ill and they use the word merciful to describe that situation. Some people turn their backs on a child or turn their backs on a spouse who's no longer as healthy as he or she used to be or a parent in a nursing home or someone else in need and they call that freedom. But then we know there's other people who race into homes that are on fire to try to save lives. We know people who are in the armed forces protecting our freedom because our lives are precious to them. Some staff hospitals throughout the night, they intentionally choose those shifts so that they can respond to emergencies when others might want to be at home with their children. Some people come here and other churches to pray for those who might be in need. And so on this Respect Life weekend, we have a chance to look at evil at what it truly is, to realize that we don't have to accept this repackaging of evil in our world today, 
that's going to lead us into sin and lead us away from God. This Respect Life weekend is another chance to thank God for the gift of life that we have and that the people that we love celebrate with us each and every day and to recognize that God truly is so good and that God truly is so generous to each one of us. And he loved us so much that he sent his only son into the world, into that vineyard. And even though he came into that vineyard teaching of lessons of love and mercy and compassion, well, people put him to death because he didn't match what they thought the Son of God should be. And we know that God's vineyard is not made up of plants and vines and of luscious grapes that are picked, but that God's vineyard is filled with people like us who have been redeemed, people like us who are precious in God's eyes from the time that we're conceived until the time we draw our last breath. We have a God who is madly in love with each unborn child, with every poor or needy person, with those who are crippled, those who are lonely, and those who might be dying. No one falls outside of God's great love. The parents of an unborn child, parents who are facing a difficult decision, or vulnerable people who might have been abandoned by society, or maybe even those who are forgotten or despised. We are the tenants in whose hands God has entrusted so much. And so today we have a chance to ask ourselves, have we been responsible? Have we seen God's presence in people in whose faces we might not want to see God? Do we see God's presence in those who are weak, and those who are great, and those who are young, and those who are old? Do we hold on to whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is gracious? And so we live this gospel of life that God has entrusted to us, and we trust in God who has given us this promise of heaven and the faith to journey from here and the hope to believe in a world that's outside of the world that we live in. Because we are truly loved by God, and so is every human being who's on this earth and who will be born in the days and years to come. Today we gather together believing in God. God invites us to love him and to love others, and sends his son Jesus Christ to give us the perfect example.